Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Worthington, soul speaker, lifestyle influencer, and your new bestie. Becoming Untangled was created for my fellow sister friends to pour love, light, and inspiration in a sacred space. Each week, we will show up, shine, and grow together. We believe in creating a community where all women can be their true, authentic, and untangled selves. It's finally time to invest in you. You, my love, deserve it. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go, boo. Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. This is episode number three, and we're going to switch it up a little bit. We have been trying, Chris and I, to record this podcast for over an hour now, and I'm not even going to label it right here and now. Uh, we'll wait till we upload it, but I wanted to welcome my hot husband, Chris, back to the show. What? What? So, oh my God. Like, I wish... Well, current situation. Let's just set the scene. Kids everywhere. We are locked in our room. Not even locked because we need to buy locks apparently. But we're in our master bedroom on the floor recording this podcast. And we have been interrupted about 18 times from all three children. closer to 21 times at this point now. Even the animals. Tito yep. the cat is... Knocked over the whole stand. <laughs> he's like, you lock him out of the purring. room. He wants he to get in. He needs his own podcast. He really does. I he could literally just purr all day long, <laughs> and he probably, you know what, he would kill it. He would. Well, he needs his own Instagram because he's so cute. I would. Let's not go crazy. Yes, he he's super cute. Um, <laughs> so we're just like, oh my god, we're kind of just gonna roll with it. We yeah. had this great intention, and we recorded one before, and then Chris hit the button, and like it just did not go well. So we're just gonna set the scene that this can be done anywhere. Anyhow, at any moment, in any given situation. We try our best. I mean, you know what? We have a vision and we're working towards it. So (laughs) that's all that matters. Okay. So what we really did want to talk about. Support. Was supporting your partner. That is one of the things we get from a lot of people just in conversation when we're at events. We have a lot of people that come up to us and just say, you know, how do you guys do it? Kind of shocking too sometimes. Like I'm always like, well, that's weird, you know, but. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm super humbled by it because I think that the reason why people maybe feel comfortable to ask us that is because we have done the work. And I'm really good looking. Of course. You are. (laughs) With your really long beard hair that I pulled out yesterday. Oh my god. I had a gray in my beard and she literally ripped it out of the side of my face. It was like 18 inches long. It hurt. I could have braided it. I cried a little. (laughs) So, and I think, like I was saying, I think because we've had... We have 17 years together, and we've gone through a lot in those 17 years that most probably haven't. I feel like we have that maybe wisdom that we can pass on to people. Um, We have the experience. Yeah. For sure. Which is, again, why I've created Becoming Untangled podcast and the business that's going to be coming in like a hot cake right behind it. What is a hot cake? A pancake? Um, They're delicious, apparently. Okay. You use it all the time. I do say hot cake a lot, but I don't even... Um, I honestly don't know, so I'm not All right, someone send us a hot cake and let us know what it is. I think it's like a McDonald's pancake, but anyway, we're just going to move on. So I have a couple of notes here. I don't even know if we're going to go and use them, but what I did want to ask Chris is, 
Rewind back to when I decided you had just graduated law school. You had just passed the bar. We had, you know, Natalie was just born and my... A lot of firsts. Yeah. It was just a little bit of a wild ride. Um, and it was I, a re- really, really wild ride. Like whole law school journey itself was a ride in of itself. It was so busy. We never saw each other. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just bring this up because it's coming through right now that Natalie was born two months early and she was two pounds 11 ounces and when she was born Chris and I stayed in the hospital with her and my mom and dad and our whole support team took care of Connor and Ari just so they didn't miss a beat at school and while we were up there I remember looking across our teeny tiny room with Natalie and her little incubator and Chris was studying for the bar at that time and I remember just holding her and kind of really starting that vision again, that dream of, okay, what's next? At that time, we had let our dog Harvey go, who was like my BFF. And then Chris's great aunt passed away while we were in the hospital. Yep. And then your grandfather a week later. Yep. And then we brought Natalie home. Um, I think it was, we were there for 10 weeks and within two weeks of us bringing Natalie home, my mammy passed away. So hello, that was a lot to take in. And that's really where it, my need for wanting more and wanting to really live our life on a different level began. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it stemmed from a lot of loss. Loss of time, loss of family members, um, you know, dealing with the idea that we almost lost a child. I mean, that was, like, really scary. And we endured uh, a ton of shit. Yeah. So, you know, that really kind of laid the foundation. Well, instead of choosing to stay stuck and woe is me and feeling depressed and sad and angry, we did go through those emotions, but... Yeah, no, it was totally to... emotional time. Like, I remember being, like, deathly afraid that you were going to see Natalie the first time, and I was afraid your reaction, and you handled it like a champ, but... Um... Well, we choose to rise above all of that, and I think, again, that supporting each other, we were able to have those conversations with each other. When I needed to cry, he was there. When he... I oh, I needed, I needed to cry. Cried. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, Natalie alone being in the incubator is the hardest thing I've ever had to see on the planet yeah you know that's a really tough thing she was to so see. cute she was naked for her first four weeks of life i remember on christmas day we got up there and she had a huge diaper she had to wear doll yeah. clothes so in a show of solidarity i was naked the entire time <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah he shows up to the hospital but now. no i think moving past that though when we finally got beyond all of those losses we really dug deep and said okay what's our future look like so yeah. we had gone through just in that small period of time um, like this whole like rebirth, if you will, and we were just like, okay, this is what our future really is. This is what our vision is, and Lauren brought that fun in with the vision process. That is an actual process. Can you tell everyone about that? The vision, yeah. I remember playing with Natalie. You know, fast forward. I think it was she was two years old. She had actually now here we go again. She was just diagnosed, and we were going to Boston Children's every week and I was like ready to pull my hair out. I thought, are you kidding me? You know, what else are we going to be handed? 
But I remember having, like, this out-of-body experience being like, okay, girl, like, get up off the floor and change it. And I remember that's when I realized, well, I'm going to start with my nutrition. I'm going to change how my body, you know, I'm going to start working out again. I'm going to start really fueling my body, which then led into this business. And I remember it wasn't always smooth. No. But I remember creating the vision just saying, babe, I really feel great about this company and the products and it gives me a source of income to bring home and something to do while we're you know having this time with Natalie in Boston and Mm kind of just I knew it was going to grow me I didn't really realize what it would turn into two -hmm. years later which has been absolutely amazing so my question to you and I don't even know if I just answered that for you but my question it wasn't always smooth so what kind of advice would you give partners out there that might not be a hundred percent supportive and maybe their spouse wanting to change jobs, maybe start their own, you know, direct sales business or maybe stay at home with the kids and not work. What would you right? Cause there's like a whole genre. Yeah, for sure. I think you and I had this discussion a while back, but it really boils back to like my core principles of like loyalty and perseverance and really just tenacity. But when we as men try to um really or when we're courting you as women and really um getting to the next step we make all these promises and i just wanted to really adhere to those promises so you had this idea this concept of this vision and it was important to you that made it important for me and i was open-minded to it not always at first like at first i was a little resistant to it yeah but it was natural i think fear-based i didn't want you to get hurt and that's normal like much like a mom for their child or a father for their child you don't want your children to get hurt but it's an experience it's a growing experience so from there once i was a lot more open-minded we started to just grow together and i chose to grow through uh, reading a lot of different books um and just really digging deep on that at a personal level but staying focused on the vision. So once I became open-minded, you crafted a vision that was for you. We crafted a vision that was good for us. And then we just worked towards that. What two books could you recommend? Because you said books and you know I'm a book junkie. What two, you are a junkie of books. What two like, books could anything. you recommend to anybody? Anybody that wants to pick them up off the shelf that you think you really resonated with that could start that beginning of supporting their partner sure i mean that's a no-brainer for me so after law school and reading a lot of books i wanted to yeah they're just really boring dry (laughs) material uh but no i wanted to dig deep into books that i liked again and the first book i read was the compound effect that was by darren hardy and the basic um and i'm not doing this book any justice which is why you should go pick it up and read it um Small decisions that you make every single day will compound over a period of time, whether they be positive decisions or negative decisions. They'll either track up and grow or track down and you won't. Um, so that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. It was just um, gave some real world kind of concepts and ideas for me to really use and utilize every single day. The second book that I love is by the Lewis Howes. He is just absolutely amazing. And the book is The Mask of Masculinity. So what that does is it challenges each, the reader, the man or woman really, to see who you are and be really authentic and remove that mask and just 
dig deep. Yeah, so, his book is legit when it comes to, I think that's the key to really being able to support anybody, right? Your friend, your spouse, your sister, brother, mother, whatever, is really taking that inward look at yourself and what kind of work do you have to do first? And I talked about that in episode one, which is like really taking a clear look in the mirror and making sure that you're clear with yourself before you can really uh, be able to support anybody else. And his, when he talks about all the different masks, it's really interesting because I could relate to that in um, many ways because I did that for mm-hmm. years. You know, put on the mask, be that happy face when I was really hurting inside. And I think it's a breath of fresh air the way that he wrote that. So thank you for sharing that, babe. Um, so the other thing that... What else do we get from people for questions? This would be good once to do like a Q&A from Absolutely. people. Let's do that next. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm totally down. I think coming from my perspective, one of the best pieces of advice or wisdom I could give you is be vulnerable with your partner. When you want something, whether it be a change in job or you want to go on that vacation or you want to start this business, whatever it may be, maybe have another baby, which we don't. So I'm not going to have that conversation with you. (laughs) We're we're full. We're good. We're done. Um, Is to really be vulnerable and come from a really good place with yourself and just let it all out there. Don't already assume that the person's going to disagree with you or don't assume that you know what their answer is going to be. Because you're not really looking for the answer. You're really looking for their support. And so I would say, that one of the things that I did good with you, right? Maybe you couldn't say yes or no. <laughs> would I just said, babe, you know how much I love you. And I know that my mind can get crazy and I come up with all these ideas all the time. But it would really mean a lot to me if you just gave me a little bit of time to figure this out. I don't know if I'm making the right or wrong decision. But I need room to really grow with that and give it grace. And it, I would just... I really want your support. That's all I want. So when I'm running ideas off you, I just need you to support me and be on that path with me. What I want you to do is hold me accountable, right? I've done that too before. Yeah, for sure. Where I'm like, do not let me procrastinate because I'm the worst at it. And he would check me because I asked permission for him to do that, right? So I think for sure that's another key is just asking permission for your, your spouse to hold you accountable know your weak spots and ask them to support you on those yeah because i think oftentimes you're afraid i know as a spouse i didn't want an argument i didn't want to invite an argument or i didn't want to invite a disagreement so when you asked me to hold you accountable it gave me permission to just say hey lauren you're not doing the things that you need to do um that you yourself lined out i didn't make that uh decision you made it which so i just basically pointed out and said Hey, you know, did you get time to do this today? Well, no, I had to do the dishes. I'm like, you know what? Forget the dishes. Insert I'll do excuse, the dishes. Yeah, right. Which I was so good at. And that took time. So that didn't just happen overnight. I would fight him to the nail. I'd be like, who the hell told you to talk, to say that? And he'd be like, you did. I'm like, oh, well, she is just ridiculous. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I did ask him to hold me accountable. Crap. Okay. Rewind. And that really... That showed a lot of growth with me, right? But you because, gave me permission, which was huge for yes. me as well, because then I didn't feel like I was inviting a, uh, an argument. 
which was nice. And it was... Um, You're meeting me where I was at, which is course. beautiful in that. And I think yep. that it's the yin and the yang that kind of go back together. So best piece of advice you could give someone right now that's kind of feeling that little bit of turmoil. Maybe they're not really on board with the other's idea and they really want they really want them to be on board and support sure. them. What advice would you give or the advice is, of wisdom? It's very simple and I don't know that I'm really qualified to give people advice, but here's what I, I no, would I say. Like I did, that word, I advice, did for, this but... is what I did for me. Yeah. I was open-minded. I was receptive to change and I was willing to hold Lauren accountable for her decision. And it was always working towards the vision. So realistically, when she grew, we grew. And oftentimes I hear people say, well, if you go first or I went first and all that, well, grow first. So if you're not necessarily on lockstep with your partner, start growing. Um, one of Take the things, yeah, if you grow, Buy then- them books. Yeah, if you grow, I mean, you're just becoming more open-minded. You're becoming more receptive and more capable of helping. So that's what I did, and it worked for me, and I hope it works for all of you. Yeah, and I would also say I definitely wanted you to grow with me. I wasn't like, well, this is what I'm doing, and like, see you later. It was really like, well, gosh, I really require your support. I require you being my cheerleader and that I think is the essential piece of all of it is just being vulnerable and requiring their support and holding you accountable in those conversations. Um, and then check your ego. God damn it. We have so much ego in life. Like, Oh, yeah. There's so many times where I've heard guys, well, I don't want my wife working in this and that and the other thing. Like, who gives a shit, bro? Like, they're going to make money and let them make money and that's okay. Well, let's go back to that. That's like control highway yeah, like I just want yeah, your like, I, I even... when I remember standing up at our wedding and it was like I promise to love you no matter what and support you no matter what and no matter what love you that's the bottom line of the vows so that's it like if you're happy doing whatever it is that you're doing then I'm going to support it and that's what it boils down to and you've done a really good job of supporting me I mean I went to uh, whether it be going to New York as a police officer or whether it be going to law school or anything else that I've had to do, you've always supported that. So there's no reason why if your spouse or your partner or whomever is supporting you that you can't throw a little support their way. I mean, well, I it doesn't take that much effort. Well, and it's staying in your own damn lane, right? And like owning it. Your, own your damn lane. Your growth is you. And then... You have your partner really parallel to you and you're growing together. And sometimes it's not always in the same sequence and that's mm -hmm. okay. That's totally fine. But be honest with each other, be vulnerable with each other and have those real and raw conversations. And I guarantee things will start to shift. You'll see a shift. And if you don't, not this kind of podcast. Yeah, right. Seriously. That's just, you know. And then the, the last thing is have fun with it like it doesn't have to be this whole like did you do like this checklist where you're like a robot did you do a b c and d you know it's like have fun be silly be your normal self like don't change who you are at your core but just be open and grow and that's okay so you're not changing who you are you're just growing into yourself right growing is key not change people will you'll hear that too like well you're changing and it's like no let's back up i'm actually growing i'm growing into myself sure so we wanted to give everybody an activity which 
has helped us tremendously over the years. And we find it's actually a lot of fun, which is vision boards. Yep. We've done that with our kids as well. It's fun. You like we, Chris and I get, you know, a bottle of wine or you a can get a ton of magazines, ton of magazines and everybody cuts everything out and you just have whatever you want on it. And we've done, um, individual four. ones and we've done four. a couple together. Yeah. We've done four. And when you look back months later or years later and you look at your vision board, that stuff actually comes to fruition. It comes yep. to life. I can't believe looking back at ours, all the things that we've accomplished. I know. Talk about like power and right it's there. Fun. Like that night with the kids involved and it's, super it's fun. a whole family vision. It's just like really cool. And the kids are there. They love it because they get to use glue sticks and yeah, you know, have a great time. Yeah, and don't wait till the new year. You'll see a lot of people that start those in the new year. Do it now. Like, if you feel inspired now, yep. ask your partner, your friends, whoever, to come over and do vision boards. It's a really fun activity, and it really begins that conversation of your vision together, which I think is part of supporting your, your partner because you get to discuss where are you going, what do we want out of our life? What dreams do we have? Maybe there's things that you didn't know that your other's thinking about yeah. and they put it down on their vision board and that starts a conversation. That's so unique. It's so cool. Like here's a fun thing too. Like if when you guys do these boards, send it to Lauren. Like put it on her Facebook. Like send her the picture. Oh my God, please do. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Like we could start a whole new vision board movement. I love it. That'd be legit. All about it. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up and go open some champagne because as we're recording this podcast today, we actually officially launched on many platforms to listen to this podcast. So I wanted to say that I'm yes. so super freaking proud of you. Oh, thanks. That you're amazing, you're beautiful, and I love you, and I'll support you till the day I die. Oh, I love you too, babe. I love you. Well, thank you, everyone who is already supporting us. I thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot tell you how much it means to us. And next episode will be airing pretty soon and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with your friends or went over to iTunes and gave us a rating right in the beginning as you're building those podcasts we need all the love we can get and please send comments I love them we're already getting a bunch and I really appreciate it and just wanted to send that right back to you big hugs and kisses we are peace and out deuces a huge hug to all of you who have taken the time out of your day to listen in. My hope is that you've taken away some nuggets and feel inspired to become untangled and be the leader of your life. It would mean the world to me if you share this episode with a friend. You can also head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating. We would be so grateful. Remember, you have to love yourself so much so deep in your soul to love anyone else thereafter.